Welcome to the Apex Vaulting Podcast. Uh, make sure to follow us on the real Apex Vaulting Instagram as well. Uh, we're a vaulting club in New Jersey. We've been around since 2007. I have two guests with me today. Calvin Gould from NJIT. He's going into his sophomore year. His PR is 14-6. And I also have Lily Brown from Lakeland Regional High School. She's going into her junior year. Her PR is now 11. Um, thanks again for coming in, guys. No problem. Us. And Lily, what did you did you just say that GNC is going to close? Is this true? <laughs> I heard it from an insider at the Vitamin Shop. An that eventually. <laughs> the Vitamin Shop. Now, that do you think that's sabotage? Not anytime soon. Billy, not you need anytime to look, up, look this up. Go on Google and see if there's anything out there that really <laughs> says anything about GNC. Not anytime closing. soon, but eventually that they're going to go first. <laughs> do you so, think it was wow. someone at Vitamin Shop that's sabotaging GNC? Oh and they were telling you, like, oh, be ready because... Uh, <laughs> The end of the world. Something's going down. <laughs> Might want to buy our products instead. I don't know. Um, what were you getting at Vitamin Shop? What? No, Ooh. I wasn't. I wasn't actually. No, oh. I, was, I was talking to somebody who works at Vitamin oh, Shop. Oh, okay. I, right. I went there the other day for creatine, though. You should try it out. You know, my numbers have gone up Ooh, a lot. I, so. <laughs> I found something on the GNC side. Wait, what's on the GNC site? GNC revenue. It's not the GNC site on like that side of the conversation. Oh, okay. Uh, it's from Nutrient Ingredients hyphen usa.com gnc revenue stall as company weans itself from promotion heavy culture see oh. money probs i don't know if they gotta advertise <laughs> or no have sales what would promotion be advertising <laughs> advertising i know nothing that's, about business that's sales are promotional right. too well let, let, let's skew the conversation to something that we all know about um, you guys have been going to the Apex Vaulting Club for a few years now. Uh, both of you had a little bit different experience. I want to start with Calvin. Um, you actually started out jumping at your high school and then started to come into the club your sophomore year. Um, what, what were you jumping at your high school uh, freshman year? Freshman year on my own, just messing around. I jumped 10. Just yeah. messing around. Jumped 10. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I mean, messing around is in like, you know, me and my friends, we would just go... We jump. Actually, the whole reason we decided. Was it actually like a track practice, or you guys just jump in the fence? Like, <laughs> we've, no, we've done that. It's not like we haven't done that. Because actually, the reason we even started is because my friend Jack made a joke that if we ever go to jail, you we could, need a way out. You could pull vault over the wall. And I think right about now, now that I'm, you know, I probably could jump over that wall. Yeah, you probably are okay now. You know, the only problem we, we came across was sneaking the pole in. So yeah. we were thinking one of those really That's... long subs <laughs> and stick it in there. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's interesting. Like, I don't, I don't know that there's too many 400-meter runners that are hopping fences to go run repeat quarters. Yeah. But pole vault is like that, man. We're, we're very interested in our sport, and we're going for that adrenaline rush. Uh, what, what did your high school uh, practice consist of? Like, what was it like? Well, you'd get in. You'd wait however long for the coach to come. You'd... You start stretching, we'd do whatever, you know, we'd jog maybe to make us jog around the track, and then everyone would go off and do their events, you know, throwers go with the throws coach, jumpers yeah, yeah. with the jumps coach. Our jumps coach in specific, you know, he really, he, <laughs> he disclosed to me pretty early on that, like, he doesn't really, he doesn't specialize in pole vault, he okay. hadn't really had any experience in it, so that's how it ended up being, you know, me and my friends just doing whatever we could, you know, figuring so it out. Doing whatever you could, what did this consist of? Like running your steps back run our, and just jumping? Run our steps back, <laughs> grab a pole, okay. the one that looked the thickest, because it's okay if it's stiff, but if it breaks, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> breaking a pole is a problem, <laughs> that's for sure. So on your own, you figure it out, you got to be on the stiff enough pole that it won't break. Yeah. All right. 
So that, that's cool. What, what was it like when you first came to the club? Like, what, what were your impressions after your first practice? Actually, come to think of it, I had originally thought that if I came to club first before high school, I probably would have hated it. <laughs> well, why do you Cause say it's, that? Because it's, like it's like a school setting almost. Like, you have okay. to come here, you have to want to learn how to pole vault. But I think okay. when I started pole vaulting, I kind of just wanted like a good time, you know, just kind of hang out with okay. my friends and jump. So if I'd come here, I put them in like, why is this guy telling me what to do? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's an interesting point that you bring up because I think that's definitely like a high school track for a lot of people. That's the setting where they get introduced to pole vaulting and it's that fun activity, you know? And then, you know, you were ta talking earlier about, you know, that carrot that got you to keep running down that that road, yeah, you know, yeah. to get better at pole vaulting. What was that carrot for you? Because when I, when I started coming here, I PR'd my first meet after it. I think I jumped 10, then I jumped 10-6, and then I jumped 11, that was indoors, and then outdoors is when it got, like, real big. I jumped 12-6. Right, yeah, and so now you, you were, like, hooked. At yeah. that point, you're like, oh, my God, I got to keep doing whatever this guy tells me to do. Um, you know, it's funny. I remember one time being on a plane ride back from nationals with an athlete of mine. Uh, uh, it was probably her junior year as Michelle Favre, and she had, at this point, already jumped over 13 feet in Division Three and was an All-American that year. And I said, you know, if I told you when you were a high school sophomore that you would be tracking, like, your training, like your weight training, you would be making all these technical advancements in your jump and focusing on different drills and monitoring your diet and yeah, your sleep. Like, if I told you one. all that your sophomore year of high school, you'd be like, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to go do <laughs> something not. else. So it's funny how, like, you start out as just this fun activity, and now it's like you're that serious guy that, like, what, what did you single leg squat this 385. summer? 385. For those of you that know, don't know, some of you call it Bulgarian split squat. You put your foot behind you. Yeah. And Calvin, what's your body weight? One. It depends. 165 right now. 165 right now. And you single leg squatted 385. That's yeah. pretty nuts. Um, now, Lily, for you, it was a little bit different. You came to the club uh, as an eighth grader. So before yes. you ever <laughs> went to high school and before you were ever involved in track, right. you were at the club setting. Um, what was it like for you to go to your first high school practice? Like, what, how did it feel for you? Uh, it was totally different from what I was expecting because I was so used to the structure here. I was so used to coming to practice here, warming up, doing drills, and doing progressive jumping, going from ones to twos to threes or whatever the day was, whether it was a big day or just a drill day, you know. Um, and then I went to the high school practice, and like Calvin said, it's like just having fun with your friends, you know, the coaches. Obviously, for me, I'm the only girl who pole vaults for Lakeland um, right now. There are girls that have, like, you know, got on the runway. My coaches were like, oh, you know, help them out, show yeah, them yeah. how to do it, you know. But they never actually, like, started doing it or right. getting so you, serious you had, about it. You had it. more knowledge than right. those girls, so it's like you, you're right. almost helping instruct them. Right, you know? yeah, which is good for me because, you know, watching other people jump is obviously helpful for me to learn, you know, more about my jumping myself, you know? Absolutely. You're si you're sitting there and you're like, oh, that's what Bronco yells at me for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know? exactly. Oh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, and the coaches definitely are more hands-off with me because they trust the coaching that I get from you. You know, they know right from freshman year they saw me improve exponentially better than they've ever seen anybody before you know i broke the record at my school and calvin broke the record very quickly too for boys but for me i broke it 
my one of the first meets of my sophomore year, you know, and I tied it my freshman year, and that's okay. something that was very surprising for them because it had been six years since that happened, you know. So right. they trusted the coaching that I was getting here. But when I went to that first high school practice, I was uh, I was very surprised that it was like it was kind of on me, you know, like right for for you where like Calvin went to his first high school practice it was exactly what he wanted at the time. <laughs> like, he wants this laid this back atmosphere. Yeah. You jump a little bit, right. lay in the mats in the sun, you know. For you, you're so used to that structure that it, it was maybe like, oh man, I, I need a little bit more than this. Yeah, you know, definitely. I, I have some things that I've got to get done at practice. I can't just right. like lounge around. But I do think, you know, you bring up an interesting point too, that even when you do come from the club setting and maybe, you know, when you go to your high school practice, you can help teach those kids on exactly. your team. That's going to help them. And it also helps you because it helps you understand the technique on a different level. Because I think when you can actually instruct, it's it's a huge help. And you know, I, I think look, I think high schools and clubs can work together. I think Absolutely. I think it's a, something where both can help each other. One, high schools are where people first get introduced to the sport. And I always say like, there's a lot of great high school coaches out there that they just get huge numbers of kids to to jump at their high school. We have a, a local high school, Riverdale High School. Um, where Coach Keith, who retired a few years ago, he did an amazing job of always getting like at least like 30 kids a season, you know, trying the pole vault. And you know, you never know which one of those kids is going to end up being right. maybe a potential state champion or school record holder down the road. But they all get to try it and, and learn and, and love the sport. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. I think where the club comes in is, you know, the equipment. I mean, how many poles did you guys have at Lakeland High School? How many poles do you have at NJIT? <laughs> oh, man. The, well, that depends if you're talking about ones that I could use. Just there... let's go total poles first, and then you can talk about how, poles for you. 10 or 20, somewhere in that area. So 10 to 20 total poles, and yeah. then how many of those poles are you, are, can you use? Two, I think. Two. And okay. then I, own, I have two of my own that I won in a raffle. Right. Beach vault. <laughs> this lucky guy, man. Two <laughs> summers in a row, he wins the beach vault raffle. <laughs> Right, and he gets a free pole, so, you know. I had those two, and then I think there was, like, there was a 15-something that, like, I guess I could have used, but, you know, okay. I would have needed somewhere. So, yeah, you need a progression. You don't have yeah. a series of poles, yeah. So, you know, that's where, again, a, a club can help out. You know, I mean, at Lakeland, wait, how, many, how many poles do you, do you have access to there? Uh, for girls, I've seen maybe five poles in total. Uh, I can't use any of them anymore <laughs> because they're just not the poles that I'm on. Um, also, they, my freshman year, they ordered a pole specifically for me, but they ordered one pole. So, um, you know, right. that's the thing is I don't think they, you know, high schools don't really understand that, like, you need to be able to progress through the poles. You need to be able to go up yeah, in your poles and- for... I think also, well, also the thing is I feel like high schools don't really get the whole progression thing where, like, you don't just keep doing fives over and over again, you know? Right, They right, kind of right. think that it's just, okay, you have one pole, that's what you jump on, you're good. But, no, you need to do stuff on, you need to do drills for certain things. You, don't, you, you only need two, the warm-up and the jumper. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was going to say something, and I remember reading a Sergei Bupka quote where he t- says in America we use too many poles, and I do get what he's saying. Like, in his mind... He felt like he only needed three poles. You know, the super easy pole, I can warm up on this, jump on it anytime. Mm-hmm. The medium pole, like if I'm starting to feel good, and then like my world record pole. Um, yeah. 
Imagine being able to say that. Yeah, like, really. This is my world record. <laughs> I don't know if I don't. I don't, I don't think I use that many polls, but, but it's but, closer to three than it is to ten. Right, <laughs> but but the thing that I, you know I would add as far as a high school setting, you have kids that are developing. You need so many polls to to bridge the gap between that easy pull and world record pull right. you know so it's like like lily when she first started i remember she would jump exclusively in the on the 10 8 series pulls you know maybe get on the 110 you know if, yeah. if she was really going hard <laughs> just so you guys can picture uh lily's five one and a half five one and a half and she, she currently weighs about 110 pounds but freshman year maybe 90 95 she was real tiny yeah um so you know so she'd be on the 10 8 110 now she's jumped on as big as a 12 foot 130 and i think this year we'll get on even bigger poles but you can imagine it's like you can't go from a 10 8 110 to 12 30 for no, high school definitely. kids you need that progression to keep going and moving up the way i like to explain it sometimes is even like weightlifting, right like you're not going to go from a 200 pound bench and jump to 300 like you have to you work have to, your way up yeah. there so you kind of need those fives and two not and with that attitude plates. you're not gonna <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong attitude um but yeah so you you definitely that's where i think the club can come in and help provide that i mean at my club we have over 170 poles and i know clubs that have even more than that uh number wise um so that's definitely a help and i know in the northeast i mean having an indoor facility to jump at Rare. It's rare, yeah. Not everybody has that. So, you know, you, you definitely can, you know, help get what you need from a club, you know, and the club can be seen as a help. Because I think oftentimes there's a little bit of animosity between high school and clubs, and I don't think it needs to be that way. And um, actually, sneak peek, uh, I got a confirmation from Jason Church, the Southern Regional uh, Pole Vault coach. He's also a Division II national champion coach. Uh, and he coached a girl to the Olympic trials in 2000. He confirmed that he will be a guest. So we're going to go into that high school club uh, kind of conversation with Jason as well. Um, I want to go on to the next thing. Um, going off of what Lily said, like going to her first high school practice and, and Calvin talking about, you know, the good old days, just running your steps back <laughs> and jumping. Um, what's the difference between like just pole vaulting? You know, I'm just pole vaulting right. and training. Like, what, what are the differences there? You know, like, now I'm no longer, you know, like, I, I've chased that carrot enough, I know I wanna be a state champ, or I wanna really jump high, I wanna jump in college. What is the difference between just pole vaulting and training? Like, what are your, your thoughts on this, guys? For me, the difference was coming to a club versus just hanging out at my high school. But that's, you know, pretty specific to my high school. I know there are a lot of high schools that have pole vault coaches, and I'm sure they have a bigger pole system Right, too. right, yep. But training i mean coming here the training entailed like drills uh lifting you know a progression a schedule it's kind of like procedural you know you have right. to you have to go through these steps before you can get to a, a pr you can't just you know go at it right the best. right like with the weight training for example i mean we start out with you know high reps you know uh we'll have a cycle of like eight to twelve reps for about two weeks and we work all the way down to two to four reps where we're really going heavy weight 90 percent plus or one at max and then maybe even a week off of lifting or two to peak you know for our championship season because with track you, you can always do that we know when we we're supposed to peak we know when our championship game is um as opposed to maybe some other sports uh, so definitely, I mean, like, you know, there's a difference there. You know, I, I think some high school programs obviously have a wonderful weight training program. I know I spoke to the Old Bridge coaches during high school nationals, and they are huge into weight training. Those coaches mm -hmm. were awesome, and we probably just need to contact them, get them on the podcast. Yeah. But, 
you know, uh, they're, they're big on weight training, but some schools, the weight training is not as, as big. You know, a lot of times at a high school, you have hundred something kids on the track team. You got to get everybody doing their events. And then, you know, before you know it, it's five thirty, six o'clock, you know, people got to go. So, you know, I know sometimes the weight training isn't that serious at, at the high school level. Here it is. And you, you know, Lily, what do you feel like the weight training has done for you? I mean, let's talk about even just your body weight. I mean, you, well, were, you used to be that like 90 pound girl. Yeah. You're so fat now. I am just <laughs> so obese, but um, no, uh, definitely it's improved my jumping in so many ways, but also I've, I've gained weight and I've filled out a little more, you know, I've been but it's, now. And I'm, it's lean muscle it's mass. Lean, yeah, no, just just not, so we all, like, yeah. I know everybody <laughs> likes to believe like, oh, if a girl lifts weights, they're gonna get, you know. Fat, yeah, or no, literally manish. my, I, yeah, no. I, or, or grow a beard. The, <laughs> that one. The questions that I get when I tell people that I lift are like, girls do that? Girls bench? Right. Like, uh, yeah, they do, and I need to do it for the sport that I do. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions. What did you just recently bench? Uh, 130. For two, right? For Two or three? Two? Two? Definitely two. But, De okay. <laughs> I mean, that, but that's awesome. I mean, you weigh 110, 115, and yeah. you just benched 130 for two. I mean, that's great, you know, for a Thank high you. school girl going into junior year. Thank uh, you. Go ahead. Continue. Um, but, yeah, no, I think there's a lot of misconceptions around pole vaulting and what you need to actually jump because I think some people think that, oh, you just lean back on the pole. You're going to pop right over that bar. It doesn't work that way, especially for somebody like <laughs> right. me. I don't have enough weight to actually like fling myself over the bar. I don't. I don't have that ability to do that. You know, maybe if I go on a pole that I can really, you know, blow wow. up. But it just doesn't work that way. Like people have said to me, like, "Oh, the only thing you need to do to pole vault is just pull. Oh, the only uh. thing you need to do is be able to pull." That Okay, so I don't need to run fast on the runway. I don't need to squat and deadlift to make myself stronger. No, what right. I love, what I love is like my my family. Whenever they'll ask me about it, they'll be like, "Yeah, why don't you just why don't you just use a bigger pole?" Yeah, and I'm like, yes, and I, I immediately <laughs> think like, oh my, I need to call my coach. <laughs> this is fascinating. Why didn't we think of this? It's a breakthrough. Uh, UCS, we have the secret. If you want someone to jump 21, 22 feet, just make a 20 foot pole. Yeah, that's well, it. I, you got to get somebody on a bigger pole. Yeah, I've had people say to me also, you know, that like, oh, uh, she, you know, she bends the pole a lot. You know what? Why aren't you doing that? You know, I think the reason why she jumps high is because she bends the pole. And I'm like, dude, that <laughs> there's so much more that goes into it than just bending the pole. Like, right. there's so much technique. There's so many drills to work on. There's the, the weightlifting, the training. It all comes together, you know. It's not like we're training this hard for nothing. Right. Like, and, and even, you know, besides the weight training, when you think about training, it's like it could be something as simple as, like, running drills. You know, like, right. you need to learn to run technically uh, proper in order to get that runway speed. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I think a lot of people tend to think because of pole vaulting, they look at the implement and like, oh, yeah, just use a bigger pole. You know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, we're all trying to use a bigger pole. But the other thing, or, oh, it's look how much it bends for that person. But the thing that they're not realizing is at the end of the day, that's an implement but it's what you do that matters. You have to do something with that implement in order for you to jump higher. It's right. not like, you know, look, it's not an electronic. You don't charge your pole at the end <laughs> yeah. of the night and then like, oh, okay, it's fully charged. I can jump high today. So yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing that starts to become important that I think sometimes because pole vaulting is such a fun activity and it starts out as this like, you know, hang out with your friends thing, right. sometimes people lose sight of, 
it's the training that's gonna get you to that next level. If you can't run any faster, if you can't jump any higher, you know, if, you, if your upper body's not strong enough, because think about it, at the end of the vault, you're essentially in a handstand and you need to push yourself off the top of your grip. Yeah. If, you, if you don't, you know, if you can't do a pull-up, if you can't do a pull-over on a high bar, you know, that's gonna be tough, you know? Right. And Billy, you gotta remember to post a pull-over video on the Instagram. Um, I can do one right after this. Yeah, <laughs> Calvin will do one. But yeah, so people, I think, lose sight of that, and, and the training becomes so, so important. And especially if you want to jump at the collegiate level, I mean, Calvin, you know, what's your experience, you know, as far as, like, maybe people not understanding the seriousness of training at the college level? I mean, I don't want to mention names. No, but <laughs> I'm not going to mention names. But I think there are definitely cases where, like, you've got people, and you could be, you could be, practicing with these people that like they just don't take it as seriously and it almost like it's almost offensive to know that this is something you're so ingrained in something that like you dedicate so much time to and then the person next to you on your team is like not taking it seriously yeah, very, very lackadaisical i mean and especially in the sat word in, in <laughs> pole vaulting you know i feel like it's it's so different from some of the other events because like if i look over to a hundred meter runner or a 60 meter race indoors you know those people know that they've got to be at a certain shape or a certain level to be able to run those times you know and then sometimes you look at the pole runway you know you'll be competing with a guy that's like He's got like a, you know, a belly, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, whoa, like, you know, you're supposed to be jumping like 15 feet today. Like that's not going to happen, you know? So I think that that's the thing that starts to become very, very important is training. And, you know, speaking of college, Lily, you're going into your junior year. Um, what do you, what do you feel are some of the pressures that you're facing this year as far as like thinking about college, you know? Well, I decided actually, okay. I've been coming here to the club for three years now. And I think I decided at the end of my freshman year, like I definitely want to do this in college um, okay. because it's become a huge part of my life, pole vaulting. You know, I do this, I'm here all year round. I'm training with you all year round. And then in the spring season and the winter season, like this is, well, the one thing that I focus on other than my academics is this. Like I'm not going to parties. I'm not doing other things. You know, I'm here and this is what I'm doing and this is what I want to keep right, doing. Right. You know, this is what I love. And uh, I do want to do it in college, absolutely. And now when I think about college, and I don't, I haven't like gone to a bunch of colleges, you know, I haven't necessarily started the college search yet. But when I think about it, and when I do look at colleges online and stuff, I always look at their track program and I look at their rosters and see like, oh, what have their past girls jumped? What what kind of numbers have they been hitting, right, you, you know? You have to make sure it's a program that fits for you. But right. going back to what you said earlier, like, you know, it's like, yeah, when it's track season, this is what you do. This yeah. is this is what you have a passion for. And, you know, I think pole vaulting, again, you know, we mentioned it prior, like the fun part of it. I think pole vault is, is so helpful with like every day because when you really get into pole vaulting, you realize like if you want to have that fun time, you know, because there's nothing like a PR. You know, there's yeah. nothing like flying through the air. I mean, this is like a like great event. Like how... How much closer can you get to human flight, you know, without getting on a plane or something like that than pole vaulting? I mean, you get so high in the air. But the thing is, you know, at the more you mature, 
that there's a lot of work that needs to go into that to have that fun. And I think that's kind of like an example for, for the rest of your life, you know? Absolutely. If, you, if you're gonna have fun in life, then you have to put that work in, you know? Even choosing a career, like you're at NJIT, Calvin, to be an engineer, you have to put in that work to become a good engineer. You know? and, that, and then to have that fun of whatever you are going to create, whether it's like a new bridge or whatever, yeah. that there's a lot of time and effort that goes into that. But go, going back to, to Lily, yeah, you have to find a college that fits. Oh yeah, you know? definitely. It's it's become really important to me to find somewhere that my education and my pole vaulting is both supported. Because obviously, I care about my career, I care about my future, yeah. but I also care about pole vaulting just as much. Because it's become such, like you said, it's become such a big part of like my life, and it's improved even like just my everyday life. You know, like people have said like you want to do it in college, like that's a huge commitment. And I'm like, dude, if my coach wanted to me, like if you wanted me to be here five days a week, I'd be here. Right, like I'm right. happy to be here, I'm happy to train because doing the drills, jumping, you know, no matter how frustrated I get, at the end of the day, this is where I want to be. This is yeah. what I want to be doing. And like even the weightlifting, like I can be a very angry person sometimes and that helps me, you know? Like yeah. it's like a stress yeah, relief, no. you know? Training, Just training being in this atmosphere, like I always know, even if things are rough, like, outside of the facility you know when I come here this is where it's everything is just it's good you know yeah. I can train yeah. I can do what I need to do I can I, be around the people I, that I, I want to be you. around you know I, I coach a rough session and then <laughs> I have to lift afterwards I, I take it out in the squat take the rack, out, yeah. <laughs> you know um yeah I and the thing that I always say to people too is like when you're looking for that college to jump at one you need to know your performance level right like, let's say you're a girl that jumps 11, like Lily. You probably don't want to go to Arkansas. You know, yeah. They've got like four or five girls that are jumping 14 plus on that team. That's probably not the right spot for you because you're not going to get to compete even if they take you. Right? I would make it as a girl in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, you would make it as I'd be a girl a, And actually, I don't think I'd be the best one, would I? No, no, no you I wouldn't. wouldn't be the best one. Right, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but, but then, you know, the other thing is, too, it's like sometimes people get caught up with certain labels of certain schools. But the thing is, you have to look at the experience that you're going to have. You know, I'm going to use an example that's a great experience, SUNY Brockport. You know, I, I have my buddy Andy Fetzner who coaches up there. He does a great job. He's coached a national champion. Um, I think their school PRs are 16, 8, and 12, 3 and a half. Andy, if I'm wrong, I apologize. <laughs> um, but he does a great job. They have lots of poles. They have an indoor facility, great team atmosphere. That's the kind of place you want to go to where you can be a part of that team, you know, and you could be competitive, and they have what, it, what you need to get better. I mean, like, Calvin, go into, like, maybe some of the decision-making that led you to NJIT. Like, why did you choose to NJIT? Because... Let's be honest, I know we, we talked before, you said, you know, it had your major and it had track, but there are other schools out there that have civil engineering. Like, you could have went to a Bucknell, you know, you could have went to an RIT, you but you ended up choosing NJIT. Why? It was, well, like you said, the, the baseline was the major in the track and field program, but surprisingly enough, even though they're in Newark, we, we rent out the Apex facility and we jump here. So we okay. have the mats, we have the indoor facility and we have poles, we right. have a huge selection of poles. So like, like you said, we would have like all the things that we would need, I would need to get better. Okay, yeah, and, and maybe... Um, got the Brockport records. Oh, oh, sorry, we got the Brockport records up and it's 
in metric, and I'm horrible at this. Well, that record's old. That's not updated. But the 509, I think that's 16.8. That's from Zach Ferrara. That is about, yeah. Zach, Zach by the way, is a stud. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah. That, I, I mean, it makes sense why you chose NJIT. It has that perfect balance of academics and athletics for you, and you're able to continue your career. I mean, you've PR'd this year. You jumped 14.6. And, uh, look, I definitely think you can jump way higher. You're ready for, for the next level. I mean, you put in a great summer of work. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have much bigger poles. Like it's gonna be a good year, um, but yeah, I think that pressure of choosing a college becomes really big. And I think what people often look at too much is, oh, you know, is this school gonna be impressive to others when I say it? And the thing is, once you're at that school, that really doesn't matter. And that I, I hope people start to look at what's going to be a better experience and not how it sounds to someone. Like yeah. it may sound great to say some big school name, you know, but if that's not the best place for you, then it's not the best place for you. Um, I think this was a great zero episode, guys. Uh, yeah. Thanks for being here. I think this gets the idea out of like what exactly we're going to present to people on our podcast. Our episode one is definitely Roman Bicharnikov. He might be joined with Jim B. Miller, or we might do episode two separately with Jim B. Miller. Uh, Roman Bicharnikov coached Lawrence Johnson in the 2000 Olympics to silver, and Jim B. Miller is the coach of Tim Mack, the 2004 Olympic champion. Um, so there's going to be some exciting podcasts coming up. Uh, we'll be going to Knoxville, Tennessee this weekend to do those. Um, Remember, follow us on the real Apex Vaulting Instagram. There's also a Facebook page. Twitter. Uh, we also have a Twitter. SoundCloud, which is where all the podcasts are. And all the podcasts are going to be found on SoundCloud. Can they find them on iTunes? Well, SoundCloud produces the RSS feed, which then you put oh, into God. iTunes. I'm put this it is all technical the X, stuff. The XBJ, you plug it into the, the VXW, and you got it. This is way too technical for me, so I'm going to say yes. It'll be on iTunes and, and SoundCloud. It'll be, on, it'll be on SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, I'm going to see about Stitcher Radio. Tune in. All right. There's some other possible places to find us, probably, <laughs> but you'll be able to find us. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you soon. Have a good one.